thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the Geekly Planet Podcast, where we talk about all things geek, because we all geek out about something, with your hosts, Pat Aldridge, TJ Tammer, and Matthew Hample. Make sure to check us out on the internet, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And now on to this week's episode. Hey everybody, welcome into your weekly edition of the Geekly Planet, where we talk about all the things that we're geeking out about. Because here at the Geekly Planet, we believe that we all geek out about something. Gentlemen, happy post-Thanksgiving. How is your food coma, coma coming along? Uh, mine was fine. It was funny. Not funny. It was terrible. So we, uh, my mom wanted to take family pictures because since the last time we had family pictures, another child has been born uh, to my brother. And so, <clears throat> so I was like, okay. So she scheduled it for Friday morning. Well, we go to Winston on Wednesday. Well, last Sunday after church, I bought, um, new, like I wore these plaid double pocketed button up, like, you know, button up shirts. And I needed one that matched what we were trying to do. So I went and got two at the boot barn on Sunday. And I was like, well, I'm gonna get one, you know, I can wear it for church and whatever. And so anyways, so, so hold on. I, I can't, I can't let it go by, dude. I cannot. I, I, was, man, I was trying so hard. I was, trying. You, you have a store named the boot barn. Yeah, it's a Western store. It's a Western clothing store. Mm-hmm. That, that that is not even where I went. He got a store named the Boot Barn, where he dresses for his church clothes. Where he shops for his church clothes. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know, TJ. I mean, what else, man? But uh, <laughs> I wear my plaid. Story. I wear my plaid. You know, snap button shirts. And jeans and Chuck Taylors. That's what I wear to church every Sunday. So, I mean, Chuck, anyway. Chuck's, Chuck's were sent by Jesus anyway, so it's okay. That's facts. Super facts. <laughs> I think if they'd have had pictures back then, he was rocking some Chucks, 100%. And so, not, not sandals? No, 100%. They're basically sandals. I mean, they're the same thing. They just yeah. lace up higher. Yeah, exactly. More ankle support. And so, yeah. um, anyways, so, uh, so I bought these shirts ready to go Wednesday we pack up we leave Thursday afternoon I'm mid coma and watching the Cowboys lose and and I talked to my wife and I'm like hey cool story uh the shirt I'm gonna wear for pictures tomorrow is hanging on the bathroom door at my house (laughs) and so and I'm two and a half hours away from my house and so then the dreaded you had to go to a different boot bar. Is there a local 100%. boot bar to say there was? There was in Winston Salem. <laughs> and so, the 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 thing about it though is that that's when the realization sunk over me of what Friday was, and I was like, oh no, <laughs> because uh, I don't Black Friday. I don't do that. That's that's too much. Very I don't like people. Good. That's a nah. And so the last time and only time that I did Black Friday shopping, I was a teenager. That's like 25 years ago. 
did a Black Friday shopping. And so we got up and went to Best Buy at four o'clock in the morning and it was uh awful. And so anyways It was all you could hope for and more. Yeah, yeah. And so well come to find out so anyways, uh the there's twelve people in the house, okay? And so uh Allison and I are sleeping in really my mom and dad's bed since dad's not there anymore. So mom moved to the twin bed. So we're sleeping in that bed and every child that's not the two year old is in the floor of the bedroom on pallets. Okay. Well, the first night, uh, the, 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 not mine, my two were still sleeping the floor in the morning. All the rest of the children are gone. I come downstairs and was quickly told by the oldest said nephew that at three o'clock in the morning, they all got up and left because my snoring was keeping everybody from sleeping. (laughs) (laughs) And not my family, who apparently is used to it. And so, anyways, I was like, sorry about it, kid. It's just is what it is. And so, uh, anyways, so the next, that Thursday night, they're trying to figure out different sleeping arrangements. (laughs) Of course they are. And so me... Being a wonderful person, I said, how about everybody just stay where they are? I will go and sleep in the recliner downstairs or on the couch with the dog, just whatever, right? And so that's what ended up happening. I didn't sleep well, and then I was about to venture out into Black Friday. Well, I don't know if y'all, this is going to come as a shock to you guys, I understand, but uh, the boot barn opened up at 7, and I got there, and there was nobody at the boot barn at (laughs) 7. So... Apparently, the boot barn is not the happened in Black Friday spot. And uh, I found out why. Because I found a shirt that matched the colors and went to the counter. And uh, it rang up full price, 100%. 100% full price. And and I said, oh, I said, isn't it Black Friday? And they were like, yeah, we got deals all around. And I was like, it ain't all around. I'm holding something that apparently was skipped in the, in the deals. And they were like... And I was like, all right, well, okay. So I bought the shirt. I had to have it. And so then I went next door. The Golf Galaxy happened to be next door. And I was like, I'm already awake. Might as well go in here and see what's happening. Uh, Again, nobody. I don't know if people in Winston decided not to Black Friday shop this year or if Black Friday shopping has changed. And I know that's what it is because, again, I found something that I want 100% full price. And I said, uh Black Friday? And he was like, yeah, we got Black Friday stuff on, on everything. And I was like, not everything. And he was like, well. And I was like, okay. And so I left. And so come to find out, apparently Black Friday shopping where the entire store was on sale and they had hundreds of thousands of people trying to buy all the things is non-existent. Which is nice because that was going to be awful because I was right next to the mall. You didn't show up to Walmart. That's no, your problem. I did not. I that's did where not. people. That's where you get trampled. Nah, I'm good. I'm good. And so Walmart in the South on Black Friday. Oh no doubt. Oh. I didn't need anything that bad. And so if if that's where the shirts had been, uh, I'd have been rocking a T-shirt that said baseball <laughs> to, <laughs> to the pitchers. <laughs> so, well, because my mom was like, "It's fine. Wear whatever you want to wear," and my wife was behind her like. It's not fine. <laughs> it's not fine. Don't don't you do it. Yeah. So. But let, let, let's be fair. I mean, golf galaxy. Golf is not really a poor man's sport. It's 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 not really. So and the I'm, people who the people who golfing 
can can pay full price for their stuff generally. You I was about to say. Ally. So, but but but, but you're, you're one of those you're one of those exceptions. It's like here here's the here's the graph here's the graph and here's TJ's dot up here or actually yeah. TJ's dot down here. Yeah, down down. TJ, not TJ's not on the line. TJ, but we can't say no. Look, see, poor people pay golf. Not really. <laughs> TJ's just weird. A poor person plays golf. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We're going on a golf trip this weekend, which isn't a bad deal. It's three rounds of golf and a stay, a two nights stay at a house for two hundred and sixty bucks. So, as some who's like, we, uh, me and eight other people. Okay, that's why it's only two. If it'd be much more expensive if we didn't have that many people. But like these golf courses are like, like normally like a hundred dollars to play, and TJ's not playing that. With the, that's what the the cost is no. just to go play, and so it's one of them package deals. So it's probably not as good as deal as I want it to be, but I'm just not thinking about it too hard. And so, see that, that that's where it's funny because it'll be like one of those things where it's like you'll be talking to somebody at a country club, and you'll be like, "Yeah, poor people play golf," and they're like, "Oh, you know TJ?" Yeah, that's exactly right. It's just like <laughs> all, all around, all around, all around the country, just like poor people can play golf. Yeah, TJ's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially because the country club is the one right near my house, which is where I play golf, and I go at the cheap times. <laughs> How you going? You gonna see you Friday morning? No, you're not. No, you gonna see me Monday afternoon, close to dark. Well, wait, wait a second. Wait a second. <laughs> are, you, are you covering my green sweetie? All right, I'll be there. I'll be there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, y'all are paying, then yeah, I'll come play. Otherwise, no, you'll see me at twilight when I'm trying to race to get the golf in before darkness hits. <laughs> yeah, you'll see me Tuesday at four. Yeah, in December. Exactly right. Right, like I'm gonna get nine in, and so, anyways. But uh, yeah, that was Friday, and Black Friday apparently is, you know, sequestered to uh, certain stores, which is fine. I didn't yeah. want to go anyway. But then we, we spent woke up Friday and, putting Christmas up around the house. Yeah, we ain't done that yet. We got an annual Black Friday tradition. We go to Brookfield Zoo and do the Festival of Lights thing there. Nice. So we went out. We got there about, they opened up at 3. So we got there at like 2.45, got in there. Almost nobody there. We got to get a, go around real quick and see quite a few of the animals while it was still light out. Got some dinner because, you know, sunsets at like, Two thirty, <laughs> right? So yeah, we we were we were we were there. Sun, sun was set. It's, it was dark. We're walking around, and my daughter's like, "We should probably leave soon. It's almost my bedtime." I'm like, "Baby girl, it's five forty-five. Yes, <laughs> not, even, not even close to bedtime. <laughs> we, we we got a couple hours. She's like, "Really?" I'm like, "Yeah." She's like, "All right." And then she got. Phew. So yeah, we did that um, Sunday. Or Sunday, Thursday, I smoked our turkey. I did the uh, the cooking for the family. Mm-hmm. So um, I smoked the turkey. I made Parmesan. I made 10 pounds of Parmesan garlic mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. Um, my wife made the, the sweet potatoes. It was uh, brown sugar, bourbon, and bacon sweet potatoes. Mm-hmm. That's right. And then we carried it all over to my brother-in-law's house because he's got the big house where everybody can... You know, can fit. <laughs> yeah, it can fit. Um, because we got I'm gonna say like 15, 16 people. 
that we got to yeah. feed? We had 18. It was a lot. We had we very had little nine. turkey left. No, I had a 20-pound turkey, and there was no no leftovers. Today, I made turkey broth out of the carcass. Mm. So I made some smoked turkey. It was, you know, broth out of the smoked turkey. And it Pat, smells incredible. Pat, did you say you had nine? Nine people at the house. We did a 20-pound turkey on the Weber barbecue and a nine-pound turkey in the deep fryer. Ooh. Look How at much you. turkey did y'all have left over? Uh, we're going to be eating turkey all week, yes. Yeah, yeah, I figured. Yeah, you went a little yeah. overboard on that one. Yeah, we um, we had... Um, you, know, you both have met my wife, so you know that overboard She's going to do it right. She's going to do it right. TJ says you do it right. So, yeah, we had turkey... <laughs> That had a, I don't know what mom, she, she, you know, she stuffed it and whatever and had, I don't know, she poured, I watched her, I came around the corner, she was pouring an entire bottle of champagne into the turkey. <laughs> and I was like, uh, what? <laughs> and so, and uh, well, she was I like, mean, I think that's enough. And Jeremy was like, well, if it's not, we've got to switch to whiskey because yeah. <laughs> we out. That's all we got. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying. If somebody if somebody's going to shove a loaf of bread up my butt, I'm gonna want them to get me drunk first. <laughs> and the funny part is, is Jeremy was cutting, and um, apparently she left one of the gizzard sacks in the turkey. <laughs> no, and but but he didn't break it. He didn't cut it. He found it, and he was like, "Uh, mom." She was like, I swear I, I I got in there and I didn't I didn't know it was in there. And I was like, Jeremy, I swear if you'd have busted that thing all over this turkey, I would have fought you. And so because I was famished by this point. Are you from the south, sir? Yeah, I don't need no turkey guts all in my turkey post. Do you not make giblet gravy? No, we made uh we made sausage gravy that morning. You make it that morning. I'm talking about for the mashed potatoes and the stuffing and all that. You make the giblet gravy to go on top. I didn't. So, anyways, but then so we had some bougie cousins come and bring lobster mac and cheese and <clears throat> and uh, bacon mac and cheese, like smoked bacon mac and cheese. They were both just eh, like you ain't got to add to mac and cheese, my peeps. And then um, I, I gotta say though, my my. My my brisket mac and cheese is fantastic. Oh, I bet that is. Yeah, but like it was, I don't know. It wasn't, it was whatever. But, you know, then the traditional, uh, you know, stuff. My aunt tries to make cranberry sauce without using cranberry in a can. And so mom told her no. <laughs> Just like <laughs> bring ice because, you know. Nobody needs your – you need cranberry out of a can. That's how cranberry is meant to be enjoyed. Not some yeah, bougie but, cranberry. Well, it's, it's like so, there, there's two people. There, there's, there's, there's those people that like pulp in their orange juice, and then there's normal people. Facts. And so there's canned cranberry sauce people, and there's pulp orange juice people. True. And that's what it comes down to. 100%. Pat is being attacked horribly. <laughs> We we have lost Pat. He's 
It's hey Graham, well, that, I'm that's, kind of in the middle of something here, bro. That's kind of a vicious mauling. <laughs> you know? Look, we came home from uh, we came home on Friday night late, and so the cat went everywhere that I went, right? Because he he is a social creature and was devastated that he was here by himself for three days. And uh, hey, he survived though. I mean, that's that's a plus. Yeah, and so anyway, so the next morning, I or the next afternoon, I was watching football. And he came and sat directly on my chest and looked me in my face, like his, his just looking at me. And they started to lick my cheek. And I was like, my man, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, trying to watch something here, dude. Like, settle down. Pretty much what's happening to Pat right now. So, so you guys were talking about weird things that got brought to, uh, to Thanksgiving. I was teaching in our children's ministry this morning and one of the, one of the girls is like, yeah, I don't like the traditional Thanksgiving dinner. So my mom made lasagna for me. I'm like, okay, that's a way to go. So I was traditionally not a fan of Turkey. And I realize now that that is because it wasn't done well. Yeah, ain't nobody ever met made turkey good mm-hmm. until I started making my turkey. There you go. So they don't season it enough. It ends up just being bland and awful and dry. Yeah, they'll they'll cook it so they would never brine the bird, and then they would cook it for like eight nine hours in the stove. <laughs> And it would just be dry as heck. So I brine it, and then I inject it with, I got, I got a beer, orange juice, and garlic mixture mm. that I inject the thick pieces with. And then I cut up an apple and put that in the cavity to keep moisture. Mm-hmm. So when you cut into mine, it's all nice and juicy. It's good. It is what it is. But So my traditional Thanksgiving meal, all growing up, we would get three inch thick pork chops mm. with a with a pocket cut in them and stuff those with dressing mm. and then cover the whole thing with and, and Pat, you may not know this, TJ will. TJ, if you're gonna cover something and bake it, mm. what soup do you use? I mean, I know what soup I use, but I want to make sure that you use the the correct soup. Cream of mushroom. Oh, 100%. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that that's just so that's southern. Cover with cream of mushroom, put it in the oven, and you got a meal. So yeah, we cover all that with cream of mushroom and bake it in the oven till till done. And that was my traditional Thanksgiving meal for the longest that's time. That's not that. That's not that's not wrong. It's not bad, but no, our turkey. Yeah, it was good. It was moist, and you know, then that's because that's because that giblet sack gave yeah. some. Gave also some the bottle, also the bottle of champagne that got empty. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I don't know where she got it, but I was I told her I was like, "That's a good recipe. Hold on to that because you know tur- turkey is if it's not it's not good if it's bland and dry." <laughs> Mama, so, I, cut into, I cut into this turkey and it called me darling. I don't know what to do right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, darling. What? What? Huh? Yeah, I cut into this turkey and, it, and I, the knife 
coughed and then broke in half. And so I don't know what's happening here. But, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it was, uh, you know, I'm a fan of Thanksgiving, even though like they pulled out the Thanksgiving for supper as well. And I just, I had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and some chips. Cause I was like, I'm good. This I'm good for one meal. But then we didn't really have all that much anyway, so I was like, "That's fine." No, see, I, I do the one, I do the one meal, and then like I'll I'll save I'll save the dessert for dinner, and then I'll have dessert for dinner. There you go. But I don't like pumpkin pie, so it's got to be something else. We made uh, we had cheesecake and um, what else did we have? We didn't have. I mean, we had a couple of uh, pecan pies. Of course, you did. And cheesecake, and there was something else. Some homemade sugar cookies, and then the and then the uh, Christmas later that evening, we cooked some uh, some of the you know the Christmas cookies, the or the the sugar cookies with whatever's in the middle, yeah. like the these were elf. And uh, those are the best sugar cookies. And so they cooked those, and they were warm, and we were watching. I don't know what they were watching. I think the ladies had still had Greatest Showman on that was on TNT or something like that. And uh, and uh, next thing they know, I had left that room and was in the kitchen with a glass of milk, and there were eight less cookies than there were. <laughs> <laughs> see, I don't know what happened to him. And, and, and see, the, the problem is, that was the greatest show right there. I guess it was. <laughs> this is the greatest show. <laughs> so, because it's whole milk, which oh, is yeah. the only milk to drink. So, as Ron Swanson said, the only thing worse than a liar <laughs> is skim milk because that's just water that's lying about being milk. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, yeah, guys, you need to drink 1% skim milk, low fat. I mean, that's what's healthy for you. And I'm like, nah, I'm going to drink whole milk. And if I die a couple years early, it's all right. You'll die happy. Well, I'm going to die drinking milk. <laughs> Not whatever this won't. fake. <laughs> and you won't be able to cut my bones with an axe because it'll be solid. Exactly right. I'm going to drink this milk. I don't know what you guys are drinking, but I don't want 98% of milk. I would like all of milk. <laughs> yes. yeah. The whole actually, of the milk. All that, All that fat that they take out of the other milks, I want that put into my milk. That's exactly right. <laughs> For people that don't drink whole milk, they drink it and then they feel like it's textured. <laughs> They're like, "Why is this so thick?" And I'm like, "Cause this is what milk tastes like." <laughs> See, and this is why I'm the horrible father. Because the other day, my daughter wanted some wanted some milk. I'm like, "You're big enough. You can go pour your own glass." So she comes back. She drinks. She's like. Daddy, this is really good milk. We should get the same milk next time. I'm like, baby, we get the same milk every time we go shopping. I don't know what you're talking about. So, no, this was different. Oh, God. Show me, show me what you poured. I got in that quart of half and half to make potatoes <laughs> with. And she went and poured her a glass of half and half and was just happily drinking that. <laughs> oh, 
Like, like that was some gourmet stuff right there. She was so yeah, good. it was. She was like, "Daddy, this milk is so good," and I'm like, <laughs> "You're not wrong, baby, but we can't do that. <laughs> That'll get expensive quick." I thought that story was going to take a darker turn, and then it was going to be she was drinking milk that turned just a no, little no, bit. No, no, no. She went and got she went and got out of the because I normally get just the little jugs of half and half to make stuff. But because I was making ten freaking pounds of mashed potatoes, I got you the big, I got the big one, which is still half because we get half gallons of milk, and yeah. this was probably been a quarter gallon because of the. But yeah, I was I was just like okay, yeah I don't ever drink, uh, bad milk because my dad instilled in me from a young age that the milk is the last thing that you grab at the grocery store. You don't dilly daddle anywhere else. And the first thing that comes out of the car and goes in the, the fridge to save, you know, the life of the milk. And so in every time you open the milk, you are to smell it to the oh, point yeah. now where I smell it. And then I put it back and an hour later, I get another one and smell it again, just in case it decided to turn while I wasn't looking. Let's see. I, I go the extra step. I'm one of those crazy people that takes a cooler grocery shopping. My man, that's right. And all my all my cold and frozen items go in the cooler uh, when I get in the car. I'm telling you, it's, it's better that way. Cold stuff stays that's cold. That's the way it's supposed to be. <laughs> so that's what I said. I'm, I'm, I'm crazy, but here, hey, look at this. We done gone half the show, and we keep talking about nothing. <laughs> talking about that. What are you talking about? Say, should we just sign off now and just call it a day, or what? No, this we is, can't. Josh, this is Josh, this. Josh, and our listeners are gonna be like, "Are they gonna talk about anything?" Yeah. And we've been talking about <laughs> Thanksgiving this, for thirty minutes. <laughs> but you know what? We geeked out about it. Yes, we did. So there yes, you go. We did. This is our Seinfeld episode. It's just a show about nothing. It don't mean. <laughs> Except we do actually have two things to talk about. Three things to talk about. Three. I mean, we can we can knock one out. I mean, we we only got one ep, one one episode of Wheel of Time to talk about. I was telling Pat Saturday that I'm still reserving judgment until it's all out, but they are definitely making some changes. Oh, well, like I said, I I haven't read the book yet, but I did try to catch up, like hit the high points. Yeah, of the of what's going on and like uh i you know i take back the uh the pace like they they started to move in, i told you in, especially in terms those, of the book yeah those first three episodes were just world building um they, they they went up but like in the book um that is not how Logan gets stilled he he gets his trial at the white tower Mm. And is and is still there. Um, that's not how Nanave discovers her power. Now we'll see if they keep going with that because in the book, she can only use it when she's angry. She has a block, and mm. so she can't channel at will. She can only use the one power when she's angry, and it just slips out. Um. That was insanity, though. Yeah, she was just like, no. 
And I was like, dang, she just mass healed everybody. <laughs> except everybody. for the except, not everybody. Well, she was dead already. <laughs> so <laughs> everybody else. Yeah. Um, and it'll be interesting to see. So in the book, they kind of mentioned that like when a warder loses his as to die, he goes nuts. Well, it kind of kind of hinted that your boy went nuts. No, like like he they they physically like they will now put themselves into situations to die. Well, didn't that what he did? I mean, he went bonkers and started attacking. Yes, he was very angry. But like in that battle, he would have just started charging people. Like he wouldn't have even thought about it. He'd have been like, I'm gonna kill everybody. Okay. Um, well, at that point, then that that acid die that was out there kind of was like, all right, I'm done with this. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna blow everything else up. Um, we need to wrap this up. Yeah. So let's just stop this battle now. Landmines. She hit him with the uh, with the uh, Kung Fu Panda. She was like skadoosh. <laughs> and then everybody died. Right down. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, it, it seems, I'm I'm enjoying. I mean, I am enjoying where it's going. It does seem like they're they're jumping around in the books, uh, because on some things they're on like book two or three. On some things they're still in book one. So, yeah, well, I think that that's probably and I have it. I don't know anything uh, a lot, but what I what I'm thinking is happening is that when they get to the end of the season, it's going to be at that big battle that you were talking about. And so they're kind of just going to kind of just be like, here, 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 big battle. Yeah, I, I, I am interested. I'll be excited when they bring in the first of the fallen. Because those are going to be. Like, like I said, you think the fades are, are wicked? The, oh. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, you go ahead. The Fallen. So, the Fallen are previous either um, the male version of the Asadai or female Asadai that gave themselves over to the Dark One and are basically immortal. Okay but can still channel. Oh, awesome. Awesome. And have been around for thousands of years. Yeah. That's super not, not great. Not helpful to the situation. Well, so I have a, for them. Sure, yeah. sure, sure. Well, I have a question mm-hmm. since you brought up the fades. I have a question about the fade that we saw. So when Matt, uh, killed those people, I'm assuming, or the fade killed those people. Okay, okay, okay. That's what I wasn't sure because Matt had that black mess coming out of his mouth. Yes. And the gleeman had said that he'd seen this before and he's basically he's a tormented soul kind of deal or something or other. So I thought that Matt that was my question. Did Matt kill those people or does does he think he killed those people? <sighs> He's not 100% sure. So the story the story Tom told, and I don't think he did a very good job about it in the show, but in the book, it makes it clear that the person he was talking about could channel the one power. It was a guy that could channel the one power. So they stilled him. And after they stilled him, he just kind of lost his will to live, which is kind of what happens. 
Well, they kind of said that, but I didn't. I mean, like they now that you said that, that makes sense as to how he told the story, right? But I so, thought because then he gave that warning about Matt, right? Because the, they they all think that one of them is the Dragon Reborn, so they think that any of them can channel, but Matt doesn't channel. Rand Rand is the only one of them that can channel. Parents just got something going on with wolves uh, and and nature, and Matt is just lucky. Yeah, and, and like that's another thing they, they've left out because at this point in the books, um, uh, Egwene and Nenev ran into a person that is very important in Perrin's journey. Mm-hmm. In in the books, at this point, they did. Um, they're not hanging out with Lan and Moraine and all that. They're out there trying to survive. And they run into a guy that can communicate with wolves and that. And then he meets Perrin. He's like, you can do what I can do. And Perrin's like, I don't know. Somebody's like, you shut your mouth, boy. You know, you can do it. (laughs) And well, see, that's the weird, because right now they're doing that whole, he's talking to that lady and basically he's about to renounce violence, Mm -hmm. which which he does in the book, which is fine. And they hinted at the wolves with some kind of connection. Mm-hmm. Which is whatever, and then uh, I ain't gonna lie. If somebody hadn't read the book, um, I hundred percent thought that uh, what was Logan or whatever, yeah, was going to be the fifth person, and it was not the name or whatever. But obviously, then they gentled him, so I was like, "Oh, it's not him. Oh, it's her." Yeah. <laughs> so well, so here's the thing, though. Again. In the books, they were not all the same age. Okay. Nenev was older. Rand, Perrin, and Matt are all the same age. And uh, Egwene was two years younger. So she was 16, the boys were 18, and Nenev was like 23, 24. Okay. Not, Not extremely older, but older. But the boys are no. the right age. Well, the boys in the in this are supposed to be twenty. No. They're two years older than they were in the books. Okay. Um, I don't know, Pat, what do you think as somebody who's read uh, <coughs> read the first book, right? So I don't. It's been so long since I read that first book. You know, I probably I probably got my hands on it a year after it was published. So um, I'm, I'm, I'm still enjoying watching it. Um, No. And, and when I do get flashes of, of what I remember reading, like, I know it's out of order and, you know, I think they're using the source material. Well, Well, from what I read in the first one so far, I feel like there's so, and there's 14 of them, so there's so much extra stuff that I think they're doing the best they can with the main points. 100%. I mean, they're they're condensing it. Um, Which is fine by me. I think condensing is the only way that this is going to be sustainable to a good good end yeah i'm just i'm 
the only problem I have is there's there's some things that they're changing. And I, I'm trying to figure out why they're changing that particular one. Like, I don't know why they made Perrin married at the start. Um, well, you said that he killed somebody later on. Well, right, but they fought enough where he could have done it. I mean, but it wouldn't have ma- what did the person that he killed matter? Or was it just um, some random dude? It was just they were it was kind of like um they were fighting and like he killed the guy, but like he he watched him die. And that just it messed with him. Um well, I feel like this was the easier way to get to that end if he killed his wife. Possibly, but again, that makes that makes future stuff more difficult, in my opinion. Okay, because I, I don't want to spoil things that. No, yeah, yeah, no, I got book, you. Yeah, there's there's future stuff that happens <laughs> with Perrin that makes that level of well, I chopped my wife and baby in half way more difficult to happen. I got you. Um, then, um, <sighs> I think so. Then, like in the in the books, like Matt and Rand and Tom go to that mining town and they find the ale hanging in the cave uh, cage, and he's dead. In the books, Perrin finds him hanging in the cage, but he's not dead. And Perrin lets him out, and he swears a like Chewy. He swears like a blood death to Perrin. He's like, I will protect you forever. So then that gets them there in with the ale and mm. all that done a lot. So there's a lot, there's there's stuff that they're changing, and I'm trying to figure out, you know, I'm sure I'm sure they have a, a reason for it. I'm sure they they know what they're trying to do, at least I, I I hope they do. But it seems like some of the stuff they're changing is making it more difficult. Mm-hmm down the line to continue like you have to change even more things unnecessarily because you change these things at the start i got you well so far I I, so far i like it thumbs yeah, up I, over there yeah i think i mean i'm 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 watching it so i'm watching each episode twice i'm watching it first through the eyes of this is a standalone i don't you know this is its own series they're doing their own thing and then I'm watching it again through the eyes of there's a book. How does it, com- how does it compare to the source material? Um, and as a standalone, you know, I think the first three were slower than the fourth one, but it was because they were world building. They were like establishing your char- your main characters. They were introducing you to Moraine and Lan and, you know, the Nave and Egwene and Rand, Matt, Perrin, Tom, you know, they were getting everybody established. Um, you know, they, they talked about Whitebridge, but they didn't even go into Whitebridge. And Whitebridge is hugely important in because at that point, because like Moraine's sister, like her real sister is there. And there's the the, the Trackens who are who become like some of Rand's good friends and like help them immensely are the ruling family there. Um, Tom used <laughs> Tom used to bump uglies with the queen. So, I mean, there's, there's a lot of stuff going on in Whitebridge that they are just like, we'll talk about it, but we're not going to actually go there. So, well, yeah, yet maybe they're going to go. Well, but they, but I'm saying they did. No, they did. (laughs) 
Um, I'll be interested to see, like I said, I tried to get the high points and what I know now about Rand. I'll be really interested to see how they deal with that towards the end. I mean, that's towards the end of the series, I guess. Well, I've told you my theory or my feelings in the book. Rand's first name might as well be Danny. And he could be Danny Rand for the whiny bitch that he is. Because <laughs> <laughs> in the book, that's all he's just he's just this whiny little why do I have to shoulder this burden? Why did why is this happening to me? Why me? Why me? You don't understand. Nobody understands. Oh, why, why me? Whereas Perrin and Matt are just like, all right. Stuff's going down. Let's just deal with it. <laughs> Let's just deal with it the best we can. Yeah, I meant the whole, obviously, because you said, or they said that, obviously, mill the taint or whatever, mm-hmm. and all of that. Uh, it's just, it'll be interesting to see. Well, and you can see it because when, when Logan channeled, it was white surrounded by black. And when the as that I do it, it's just white. Yeah. Oh yeah, and he heard the voices and whatever and blah right. blah blah. So, anyways, <clears throat> I thought it was good. Those are the voices that he is hearing are the forsaken. Okay. So then, <clears throat> I finally got caught up on Cowboy Bebop, which I enjoyed more than I thought I would. Um, although, yeah, although my problem with the whole series is, um, everybody else dies with like a bullet wound or two, but the main characters can get shot multiple times and just keep, you know, keep moving. Yeah. But all the other people die because Spike shoots them in the head. (laughs) <laughs> that, that I mean that, that's rule number one go for the head and and Spike will Spike will double tap he'll like chest head oh, whereas speaking, for some reason they just shoot Spike in the shoulder yeah well <laughs> speaking of shooting in the head Wyatt was looking at something and I don't know what it was but it was somebody it was on the on the switch and somebody I guess it was one of those where you can create your characters, whatever, and share it and whatever. And so they had they had made John Wick. Okay. So he comes and shows me John Wick, and he was like, Hey Dad, it's John Wick. And I was like, How do you know who what John you, Wick is? And I or, or, well, and that's what Alice was like, Who's John Wick? And and he he makes a gun and he puts it to the head, and I'm like how do you know about John? He's eight. I'm like, how do you know about John Wick? I mean, you are absolutely correct as to what you just did. But how do you know about John Wick? He was like, killed Abraham Lincoln. And I was like, oh, you mean John Wilkes Booth? <laughs> he goes, yeah, who's John Wick? And I was like, nobody. Later. Later <laughs> in life. <laughs> so he, so it was funny because he, he, so this guy made John Wick look just like him. But then Wyatt thought it was John Wilkes Booth. And I was like, well, headshot. I mean, you know, okay, all right. I mean, yeah. You're not wrong. A, We're tracking adjacent. John Wick adjacent. Absolutely, yeah. So <laughs> John, John Wick's Booth. Exactly. And so, But I was all of a sudden, I was like, did I watch John Wick 
in an open area? <laughs> am I? Am I? Am I? Am I that bad? <laughs> right. My bad parent. <clears throat> and then, so, and then I was no, I'm not. Okay. Speaking of that, okay. This year, and, and Spike falling out the window in the final episode, mm-hmm. and never really landing, and then just walking up to the bebop like it was no big deal. He was landing in water. We've seen we've seen way worse happen. Uh, yeah, I thought it, I thought it was water. Yeah. Anyways, but then water. I didn't like the uh, the end. I didn't like how they split everybody up, and and then I don't know who the butterfly man is, but. Well, um, that was. Did you watch the Did you watch the anime at all? Not yet. I haven't yet. So that was at the end. That was Ed. That was. That was radical Ed. Okay. Remember when? Um, because Jet got the got the message from Radical Ed about the thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was it. Okay. And the like I said, in the anime, they're all kind of a team at the same time. Um, I am. You never actually know what Ed is. Like his name's Ed, but it's strongly hinted that it's a female. But you just never know. Well, like I said, in the anime, Ein can talk. And not just shoot movies out of his eyes, or yeah. I guess uh, <laughs> FaceTime. He's had he's had cybernetic and neural enhancements so that he can actually talk. Yeah, but that was the weird part for me. I did not understand why. Why what? Why? 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 Well, you saw that they with that guy. I mean, what they were trying to say with this one—that's not how it happened in the in the show. In that's the, what I was like. The, what is happening right now? So in the anime, it didn't yeah. happen, but in the show, like when they show that, um, the flu or whatever his name was, yeah, the crazy person. Um, they were putting, they were neurally enhancing the dogs, and then putting his memories in the dogs, and then putting the viciousness from the dogs into him. Oh, was that what was happening? Yeah. Did you get that, Pat? I did not. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Because I was like, the hell these dogs got to do with anything? But, but he had the neural, because Ein was from that lab, he still had the neural link. Oh, no, I got that Ein. part. <laughs> like, he was like, oh, yo, FaceTime. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, it's convenient you know. when you think about it. Well, uh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. What What I was telling Pat is the anime, Vicious and Julia are minor characters. They are just complete side characters. They are not the big bad. Um, you you got the team kind of they come together, but they're a lot more cohesive from the start. What's uh, I just forgot her name. Faye. Faye. <laughs> Faye was not having the movie coming out of the dog's eyeballs. She was <laughs> she was not okay with it. Not a fan. <laughs> yep. And let's be honest. I think we would all react that way. Yeah, we'd all be like, um, y'all, "Y'all are cool with it." I mean, this is this yeah. Is y'all are movie. way too just no, way too chill know, for just this. Chill for what just what just happened. Um, again, it's that thing of compared to the source material, it's meh. As a standalone show, it's decent. It's 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 very entertaining. Um. Oh. You can definitely see why a lot of people have said that this is seems to have heavily influenced Firefly. 
um, just because you got like the the ragtag group going throughout. Oh yeah, no, I get I get Firefly vibes. <clears throat> Very much so. Well, or I guess Firefly gets Cowboy Bebop vibe. I don't no, know. Cowboy Bebop was 80, 86. Okay. So Cowboy Bebop was way before Firefly. That's what I'm saying. So that's what I meant. So Firefly has Cowboy Bebop vibes. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Oh. That's fine. Like I said, it wasn't bad. It just wasn't um, great. No. And it, it could have been. And that's what that's that. I think that's the problem. It could have been. Well, lots of things could have been great if they just didn't, you know. Suck. I did. I did like the opening scene where they're on the casino. Oh yeah, that was fun because I didn't know. Look, I knew nothing. I didn't know it was space, and then I was like, "Oh, okay, oh, space. All right, like, all right. Here we you, go." You don't want to shoot that in here. <laughs> I was like, "Why not?" Oh, we're in space. Okay, cool, cool, cool. cool. Now I'm context ready to go. <clears throat> So I'm going to admit my stupidity here. It took me three, maybe three and a half episodes to figure out um, where I'd seen uh, um, Spike. Who's Jet? Spike's Spike. Where I'd seen Spike before. He's Sulu. Yeah. Sulu. Yeah, it took me forever to figure that out. I'm like, I know the voice, I know the face, the hair is weird, but it's supposed to be weird. So yeah, it took me a while. And I could have IMBD'd it, but I just decided that I was okay in my own little realm of ignorance. As TJ said, it's John Choi. Hey, I was looking at something that said Choi and talking and reading at the same time. Shut your mouth. Of 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 the law choice, <laughs> I instantly uh, as soon as as soon as he popped on, I was like, "All right, well, this will be at least fine," <laughs> because <laughs> because he's in it. So my 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 first my first introduction to John Cho was Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. Well, hundred percent. Um, here I think is something that yet again. Should make all of us feel bad. I don't say it. I don't. He he he's forty seven. I don't need to know that. We are all failing at life. Well, I can't help it that we all look like we've been road hard and put up wet. And <laughs> <laughs> apparently, they have not. Okay, so let's move on to our final topic of the evening. The Finally. best of, of the things we're talking about, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, I would, I would agree with that. Um, on Wednesday, we got not one, but two episodes of Hawkeye. And two, episodes in, two episodes in, it's already going to be my favorite of the Marvel TV shows. I can tell you <laughs> that now. That was so good. They're, fo- they're following... Not a hundred percent, but they're they're definitely going with the Matt Fraction vibe. Brought in the tracksuit mafia, which I love. And, and which let's let's just get it out there. Dumb name, dumb dumb idea. Well, well, and they brought that. They she already brought that up, and that's the best part. They're like that, right. that's really their name. Um, but and and 
Clint knows they're idiots and is playing them for idiots. Oh, he as he did in the these. comics, as he did in the comics, he's just he's just toying with them. Here's what I appreciate. I here's what I appreciate that he in the in this is the first indication that we have in the MCU that Clint is at least partially deaf. Like, like that's just out of, you know, which is more comic accurate mm-hmm. and great. Well, I love all of that. It's like, Oh, how did that happen? <laughs> just goes back and shows just, like all the explosions <laughs> and all the stuff happening. Hard to say. Hard to say. So, yeah, I thought it was cool. Um, I, I, I definitely like the 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 diehard Christmas vibes. Um, <clears throat> you know, they I appreciate that they just. You know, because in the in the uh, trailers and stuff, we didn't see his wife, and so I thought we were getting some like <clears throat> family drama, and I was like, "Man, that's not because his family was like." But then we find out he's oh, just right. he's just spending time with his youngins. Well, right, and he even he even said that in the thing. Like, I mean, we did see in the trailer where he puts him back on the plane. He's like, "I promise, I will be home in time for Christmas." So we kind of saw that in the trailer. I figured, well, sure, but 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 I felt like the trailer left ambiguous animosity there. Yeah. And I'm glad it's not. No. Cause I, I just dig the way she's like, so what's the play? Like she, she's, she's a hundred percent. She's like, in, she doesn't mind. That's fine. And, and that, that's the best part. Like he doesn't have any secrets from her. Like yeah. she hundred percent knows everything. She's like, what's the play? He's like, Oh, little, little, little catch and release. She's like, all right, all right, cool. <laughs> like she, all right. Yeah. I, I know you're going to make it out. It's fine. Yeah. And uh, I like that. I like how, uh, Kate Bishop is um, reckless, but kind-hearted and uh, cool. I guess is a way to put it. Yeah, but she also a little reckless, just like a young any of us would be as a young superhero. Hundred percent. And you know, again from from the from the Fraction comics, they brought in the dog, the blind dog. <laughs> um. Which is great. Uh, I, I like I said, I'm 100 percent digging everything. Um, and can we just appreciate the fact that they created an entire musical number for the opening t- of this show? Did you take that? You gonna take that? Really? All right, fine. I could do this all day, dude. <laughs> I just want to yeah. say that I made that exact statement to Pat at the cigar shop, and I was taking my. <laughs> My favorite, uh, my favorite part is he's in the audience. Like I can tell you who won't dare, Ant Man. But a hundred percent, I love the fact. Like everybody's calling for this musical in real life, and I'm like, nah, I'm good. But I hundred percent love the fact that the Avenger, he's sitting in the audience and is reacting the exact same way I would. Like, are you freaking like, kidding me? The exact same way I did. Well, and then the the only part that really got him was seeing Black Widow. Oh yeah, stage. yeah, and that's tough. Yeah. Also, I like I like how he took his hearing aid out. Oh yeah, she's like, <laughs> did you turn up? Did you turn your hearing aid off? He's like, maybe. <laughs> that's a hundred percent my dad because my dad had hearing aids at the end and and so a hundred percent what he would do if it was if he was somewhere he was just like all right i'm gone Bloop. Yeah. 
<laughs> and uh, another part that just made me laugh. She's like, "Oh, look, a female Hawkeye." He's like, "That's Katniss Everdeen." <laughs> it just keeps. <laughs> uh, oh, and then <clears throat> you know, I, I love how uh, the whole the whole LARPing scene where he's like, like seriously. What are, the, what are the rules? It's like, do, do I have to? And he gives thing. He's like, drop that to the front desk. I don't need that to show up on my credit card. <laughs> he's like, and they will charge you too. <laughs> yeah, like I wonder the Ronin suit though. Are they apparently playing on something that I don't know about? A comic think, book storyline. Well, so the girl at the end is Echo. Okay, which tells us so. Echo is to the kingpin as Gamora is to Thanos. She's his adopted daughter because Thanos killed her dad. <laughs> and, um, but she's deaf. And there's a whole thing with like kingpin sending her after Daredevil and all that. But so we've got Echo. Um, Which pretty much uh, hints that we're going to see. I'm hoping it means we're going to see Kingpin. Um, I was going to call him by his name, but my my, my mind blanked. Wilson Fisk. No, I meant the actor's name, but my oh, mind blanked. Um, Vincent D'Onofrio. There it is. I was like, go. I was like Wilson. I was like, no, that's his fake name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm Peter Parker. I'm Doctor Strange. Oh, we're using our made-up names. <laughs> Um, but so gosh, I was going somewhere with this echo. Yeah. But I, you, you asked a question that made me About go down sword, Ronan. Oh, so in the comics, she was initially Ronan and she handed that title over to Hawkeye. Mm. Yeah. Somewhere I saw something online. Somebody said something about the last swordsman or something like that. And I was like, huh? I, what I what I think is I think Clint just doesn't want somebody out there in that suit. Well, he made a lot of enemies in that suit, is what he said. Right, and right, yeah. He was trying to protect her and basically put the suit away. Right, right. But the sword is still the sword is still system. out there. So that that's the only thing I will say is I I, pre- I appreciate what they're doing, but if you can tell me from the moment Jack walked into screen, you didn't go. That's a bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> of course you did. You're yeah. supposed I mean, to do that. When, when, when his mom was like, uh, and she walks in, she's like, Jack, you're here. And I'm like, mm, that's a bad guy. Bad guy. Right, that, <laughs> right there. Bad guy. He was giving off major bad guy vibes. Like, I'm a little upset uh, at Kate Bishop that you didn't, that she didn't instantly try to shut that party down. They're just like, dude walks in, I'm like, <clears throat> He was a bad guy, man. hundred percent. But you know what? Some shady-ish about to happen. I don't think the mom's a good guy. I don't think so either. I got shady vibes. Well, Armand III did not like her with his monogrammed butterscotches. (laughs) Um, I just, and maybe she's not a bad guy, but she's definitely not a good guy. Yeah. She's caught up in some shady mess at some, some, she's shady. hundred percent, hundred percent. Um, and then what's the, watch? although I love, I love the scene when he walks in the room, tries to give her the rose and she's like, 
Yeah, no, that, that was, was in your mouth. mouth. That was in your mouth. He's like, oh, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> um, but what was what was the watch? That's what I was trying to. It was it was uh, it was something from Avengers Tower because it had an Avengers label on it. So what was the watch? I don't know. Do, do I remember a watch in any of this? No. Yeah, they said that like I was supposed to know what that was. <laughs> right, right, right. You said Listen. that like that's supposed to be a big deal. <laughs> Listen. Y- Ronin sword, the- Ronin suit. I get that. Yeah. The watch. Eh. Y'all y'all the ones that that catch on, latch on to all that stuff. So I figured well, I'd I, ask you guys. I missed it. Yeah, I'm like sure I, it's going to be explained when they go to use it for whatever nefarious purposes they stole it for. Uh, so it'll be. But yeah, I'm I'm definitely. I am definitely down for that. Um, yeah, and I'm sure TJ's mad that we didn't get all the episodes so he could just binge the whole thing. 1,000%, but it's fine. You'll suffer with it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm... I'm here. I'm here for it. I mean... I think... I think, like I said, this is going to be the one. This is the other, This is the only other one that I had any excitement for. So, and I I loved Fractions Run on Hawkeye. So I'm very happy that they're they're kind of taking that that cue and that storyline and going with it. Yeah. You know they they had to change a little bit because in that storyline Hawkeye isn't married. He doesn't have a family. He's just. He's essentially Peter Parker at that standpoint, where he's poor. He's living. He's living in his dump apartment. He ain't got any money. Somebody thinks. Uh, just I quickly googled it. Somebody there's we don't know, so nobody knows. But the theory is that it's Tony's, and that it's either a just like a nice little nod that's going to end up being nothing, or. Or like it's going to be a reason to go track down the tracksuit mafia or whatever. But some, but somebody else said it. If it is Tony's, then it could have some kind of Stark tech or nanotech or something that they're trying to use to hype up their gadgets. So apparently, it's a new thing. So we don't know what it is. Okay. Yeah, we're not cool. just stupid. Yeah. We're not just stupid and miss the reference. <laughs> Well, let's not go that far. This time, for for this reason. Right, exactly. Right. We weren't the Captain America. I understood that reference. We weren't the anti that. (laughs) So, Um, Yeah, because I I mean, anything is like 100% when when Echo first showed up, when they first went in there, I thought that was going to be Elena. 100% thought that's who was going to turn around. And then there wasn't, and I was like, oh, okay. And I didn't know that was Echo. Pat, did you? Yeah. No, I didn't. So I learned something new. But I 100% thought it was going to be Yelena. So here, here's another fun part about uh, about Echo, where it ties, it continues the tying between 
Daredevil and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles together is um, when Echo died, or not when Echo, when Echo's father died, he put his hand on her face and it left a bloody handprint. And she was later the leader of the hand who Daredevil fought. And then the same ooze that blinded him made the turtles and they fight the foot. And this is all canon in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles that the ooze is from Matt Murdock and the hand at the foot is a fraternal organization with the hand. (laughs) Okay. So does Echo have superpowers? Or is she just really good at fighting? On the same same level that Matt Murdock does. Um, Yeah, but Matt Murdock has superpowers. Right. Well, he doesn't really, though. Yeah, he does, though. Well, she, so she's, <laughs> he can see, he can see being blind. He, he has superpowers. So. Right. But so she was able to fight him because she was able to use loud noises to overwhelm his, his sensories. And, and since they didn't affect her, she was able to, to go at it. Okay. So. Yeah, I mean, she was she was trained as a fighter and all that. Like I said, Kingpin brought her up, um, but Kingpin brought her up un- very, uh, very compassionately. So she actually believes that Wilson Fisk is a good man. Okay, she would be incorrect. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but she's only ever seen the good side of him. Right. So does that ever change? Like, does she ever see the bad side of him and switch sides? In the comics, yes. In the comics, she shoots him in the face. 100%, as we all should. <laughs> she shoots him in the face and blinds him in one eye. And then later... Because she needed to shoot him better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But he, he, like, he's still, like, for some reason, he's kind of like got a weak spot for her because later they cross paths and like, he forgives her. He's like, it's not your fault. Matt Murdock made you do it. She's like, no, I did it. He's like, I'm still, you're, I'm, I'm not mad. At you. <laughs> I don't, I don't hear what you're saying. Matt Murdock did it. No, I just shut your mouth. Matt did it. Pretty much. You're my daughter and I love you. It's Matt's fault. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, but yeah, should be good. Um, Definitely looking forward to it. Not happy that we're only getting six episodes, though. Yeah, because <clears throat> Loki wasn't Loki also six episodes. Yes. Uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier was like ten. Was it ten or six or eight? I think it was ten. I think WandaVision was the longest. Yeah. yeah. I don't like how they're getting shorter. That's that's not the not the way to do this. Well, you know what, though? I mean, if they're going to get shorter, then just give me the whole thing. <laughs> Amen, brother. Uh, let's see. We don't really have anything, uh, any big coming, anything big coming out next week. Um, let's see, when's our next, when's our next big thing? Spider Man, December 17th. I mean, I, f- I guess if you want to go there. Well, um, what else coming out beforehand? I mean, nothing. It depends. I mean, do you want to? I mean, how 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 geeky do you want to get? Because I mean, 
we could go like Pixar. We could go watch Encanto. Oh or yeah, sing, Encanto. Or sing, or sing two. We'll probably can. watch. We probably won't watch Sing Two until uh, we go home for Christmas because we'll take all the nieces and nephews to see that. But oh. we want to. But we want to see Sing Two. We definitely do. Oh my goodness! So that that week, that December, you know, because it's going. It's December seventeenth is a Friday, but you know, it's going to come out like the fifteenth or sixteenth, right? But you know what else is coming out? Matrix Resurrections. Yeah, we'll definitely be talking about that. Oh, that's right. They kicked it off of uh, John Wick Day. <laughs> yeah, it was going to be in John Wick at the same time, and they were like, nah, we shouldn't do that. Yeah, that's a, they, they 100% shouldn't do that to me and having to just go to the movies and watch two of them in a row. <laughs> well, and, and with Spider-Man No Way Home in the same week, just be like, right, I'm just going to spend the day at the movies. It's been, the, it's been the movie day. It Is there any be, way you could just make all this in the same theater? Can you just do that for me? So I yeah, just move. I just want to yeah, just run these back to back to back. Unless give me five minutes to go pee and then run it again. <laughs> yeah, so so I ain't got to move. Um, so yeah, I mean that's we got and we got a lot of good dig, uh, a lot of good animation. So we got Encanto just came out. We got Sing Two, and then uh, Ron's Gone Wrong comes out. At the same time as Spider-Man and Matrix. What is that? That's the one where like the little robot goes kind of crazy. I saw like the the kid makes a robot to be his best friend, and it goes crazy. Okay, I saw the um the the tra- or not the trailer the poster for it, and was like, well, that looks adorable, but I didn't know what it was. And man, the week after that, the King's Man. I do. I am excited about the Kingsman because I I definitely dig the Kingsman. Yep. For those that don't know, that's those are two different things. Well, <laughs> no, Kings... it's going to be the prequel. <clears throat> oh, sure, but the Kingsman is different than the Kingsman. Right. Well, it's, it's how it's how the Kingsman was founded. It's the first sure. Kingsman. I know. I'm saying <clears throat> we're saying two different but, man and men at the end. Right. But, but you're saying it's different, but it's not different. It is different. Because one of them is the King's Man, which is the prequel to the Kingsman. Yes, it is the sing- it is the singular to be turned into plural. Exactly. Okay, and on that note, I'm going to wrap this up because I don't need you guys going off for another four minutes about who's right and who's wrong. Because I, yeah, I'm bored at this point. So, and I'm going to say I'm going to save our listeners. Trey, don't even try to cut me off, dude. It's not going to happen. It shouldn't take four minutes to find out I'm right. It's, it's all I'm saying. Well, yeah. See, that's the problem, though, because TJ's right, too. And, you know, yeah. Cats and dogs living together. Mass hysteria is all I'm saying. So, yes, it's true. This man has no. <laughs> uh, if you have thoughts about our takes on Hawkeye, on Cowboy Bebop, or on the Wheel of Time series, please hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. We would love to interact with you. If you have show ideas that you think we should cover, hit us up on social media. Um, gentlemen, it has once again been a pleasure to be in your presence. It is. We 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 appreciate everybody tuning in to the weekly podcast that TJ drops sometimes. Yeah, because <laughs> I just was telling. Schedule whenever podcast. 
Yeah, the the regular schedule, but never released Geek Planet. So because uh, <laughs> like I told Trey, I'm going to drop last week's Ghostbuster episode tonight, and then I'll drop uh, this episode on like Thursday and get us called back. There up. you go. There you go. There. You but go. I was out of town and away from my computer and giving thanks. So you had important stuff to do. We talked about it already. So anyway, thanks for tuning in. And as always, stay geeky, my friends. Embrace your inner geek. Bye. We're out of here. We will see you later.